0: or good morning, or maybe it's even good afternoon or good evening, but good morning anyway. This morning I was thinking of how privileged we are to be able to have our Bibles, when throughout the world there are so many who do not have one or who are denied access to one, and this is a privilege that we enjoy. Let us just come before the Lord and thank him for that now. Father, in these few moments, we just thank you for the privilege we have in being able to gather together, even in this way. And we thank you for the fact that we can own freely in this country your written word. And we remember those who do not have this privilege. And as we remember them, we think of ourselves and we just acknowledge before you that we so often neglect your word. But our Father, we ask that you will just encourage us to have that desire, to want to know more about you, more about ourselves. As we open your word, and in the power of your Holy Spirit, let it reveal itself to us, that we might know you better. Our Father, just help us this morning, as we have this very short time of devotion, that you will bless us in the quietness of these moments, as you draw us close to yourself. And in doing so, draw us close to each other. We ask it in your precious and worthy name. Amen. Well, we have been looking at, um, as you know, um, Matthew chapter 5 and Galatians chapter 5. And I just want to share a few thoughts this morning from Galatians chapter 5. In verse 7 we read this. And this is Paul saying, and he's speaking to the church of Galatia. You're running a good race. Who cuts in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? What kind of persuasion, that kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. Paul is writing here to encourage Christians and warning them about those who will try to lead them away from the true gospel. He goes on and he says, A little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. I'm confident in the Lord that you will take no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty, brothers and sisters. I wonder if during this um, pandemic you've tried to buy flour so that you could maybe make some bread, while the supermarkets were a bit short of supplies, and it's been a very difficult thing to do. But if you have managed to, to get some, I wonder if you made bread. And if you have, you'll certainly know what Paul is talking about here because he's using it to show people that what seems to be just a little tiny thing can have such a devastating effect on the true gospel. Just as that little bit of yeast that you put into the dough makes such a difference when you make that loaf. When you make the bread, it makes a difference for the better. But here Paul is talking about something making a difference which is not for the better. Then he goes on and he says in this little passage... If I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the events of the gospel has been abolished. As for those agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves. So what Paul is saying here he is dealing with a specific situation, that of people bringing false teaching into the church, saying you must be circumcised before you will be saved, and... Paul is saying, that's not what I preach. Paul says, the fact that I am being persecuted for the gospel is evidence that I am preaching the truth. And he goes on to say, and if you believe what these other people are teaching, then there would have been no need for Jesus to be crucified. It would abolish the cross. In these times when we might feel cut off from fellowship as we know it, our advice is keep close to the good shepherd and we say that because that is the advice that jesus gave us he is the good shepherd and also when we do that keep close to the bible there's an old hymn and it's called cling to the bible and here's some of the words from it cling to the bible the jewel and treasure brings life eternal and saves fallen man. Surely its value no mortal can measure. Seek for its blessings, O soul, while you can. Lamp for the feet, that in byways have wandered. Guide for the youth who would otherwise fall. Hope for the sinner whose life has been squandered. Staff for the aged, the best book of all. Well, it's an old hymn, and some of you might know it. But the great words when we come to pray today uh, let's remember those people I've mentioned already and let's pray for the likes of Wycliffe Bible Translators they will translate the Bible into other languages and I don't know if you know but 1.5 billion people still don't have the Bible in their own language that's 1.5 billion let's pray for wisdom for Christian authors, we have the benefit of their books that they write to help us understand God's Word. And pray for those book distributors, such as uh, 10 of those who, obviously, these people will be struggling like everybody else due to the COVID virus. And also, uh, as you pray today, pray for Brenda Edwards from Bethel. Uh, She was taken into hospital with severe stomach problems and she was waiting tests up to yesterday. I'm not sure that she's had any results back from those tests, but do pray for her and pray for her family. So there's a few things for us to think about and a few things for us to pray about. So as we go into this day, let's just remember these things. And I'll be back again tomorrow. May God bless you all. Let's all say amen to that. Amen. Bye now.